0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Podcast One presents... This is a collect call from Sing Sing.
1: My name is John J. Lennon. I'm locked up for
2: selling drugs and committing murder. I'm also a contributor for Esquire magazine and The Marshall Project. So I'm a writer and I'm a prisoner.
1: Imagine trying to stay focused and talk about issues of substance, with geeks slamming, prisoners screaming, and PAs blaring in the background.
0: Get new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Podcast One, and Apple Podcasts.
1: Hey everyone, it's Adam Carolla. Welcome to another episode of Going Racing. A show that highlights the fastest cars, best races, and biggest celebrities in the automotive world. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on, man. Get on and... Welcome to yet another
0: <laughs> CarCast.
1: I'm Adam Carolla. Hey. It's Matt, the moderator, DeAndre over there, Tanner You're in a rush. You ready Tanner to get Faust, right into it? Our dear friend Tanner. Howdy, howdy. The most decorated X Games driver in history. Did you know that, Matt? I, I didn't. But if you had I, to guess, congratulations. I think Thank Tanner you. Faust would jump to the top. I mean, uh, not a uh,
0: long history of drivers at the X Games. So <laughs> still pretty
1: <laughs> darn, pretty darn good. Uh, top Gear America. I was just. Talking to our good friend Rutledge about that. And uh, he says, uh, coming back, the fifth season coming
0: back? Yeah, I think it's technically the fifth season. Yeah, we've been doing it for six years. It took a year off, basically. Right. The Is that because
3: of- Adam broke his arm? Partly. At the end of the last Partly season. because he broke his arm
0: and <laughs> d- they were tired of just having stunt drivers do all of his driving for him. But yeah, no, it was. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it, the, it, I think it's October 14th was the last time that we've aired a new show mm-hmm. in 2014 yeah in 2014 yeah yeah it, yeah it's hard to imagine that all the fifteen was off but yeah so fifth season coming out next month so it's I'm um, really stoked to finally get them back on the air again
1: uh also you doing the rally and um, formula rally global rally cross uh, some of the most exciting races uh, a form of racing i've seen is that global the rally cross, cross is cross cool but it's a lot of
0: carnage there's a lot of it is carnage. body pieces it is carnage and it's you know it's been going on for like 50 years in Europe right so they in the way if you see those videos way back an old Volvo and a Ford rs200 right. like a some Group B peugeot rally car going at it and these angry uh European guys with just a leather bag on their head for a helmet just Pissed off and crashing into each other. And somehow that's translated into modern cars. We drive a Beetle and, uh, you know, there's Ford Fiestas and all these things. Yeah. But they're in, it, it's super entertaining to drive, too, because the cars go zero to 60 in two seconds. There's jumps and gravel and pavement and basically everything that's kind of sweet about motorsport all packed into, you know, three minute heats. It's like Supercross where it's heats.
1: I was going to say, it's sort of like a turducken. <laughs> that, you take you know all that you love about dirt track and all that you love about open wheel stuff and all that you love about rally yeah. racing and all that you love about road racing and just kind of smash it all into one huge it, turkey. Into the tiniest car, right?
2: Like.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, but I mean it in the sense that you go like, well, you like NASCAR and you go, well, I like this part about it, but I don't really, totally. I don't care for the rest of it. And yeah. then you go, well, what about F1? And you go, well, this part's cool, but I... I could I could do without yeah. the – and same with every motorsport. It's inherent in the sport where you go, I like this part, but I'm not really, like a big fan of that part. And this is this hybrid yep. that just went, well, let's just get all the good parts and we'll put them together. Yeah. And I imagine uh, – Matt doesn't know any sports references, but the punt, pass, and kick competition of driving, which is yes. you have to have every single one of those skills down, all of
0: it. Yeah. It's like the slam dunk competition in basketball too. It's like, it's sort of. I saw the Harlem Globetrotters when I was a kid. There you go. Same
3: thing, except for this all white guy's trying, But yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, you you, as a a, you you couldn't do more to enhance your skill set as a driver. Like if somebody said, "Well, I'm a young driver and I'm thinking about Indy and I'm thinking about F1 and I'm thinking about NASCAR," you'd say, "Well, go do the Global Rally Cross and go see." Just go do that and, and hone your skills.
0: Yeah, It makes you well rounded because you right. have to be good at kind of everything. And it, uh, is, so it you- is a
3: lot like motocross and cars, and like what you were saying about liking one aspect of. Of certain types of racing, like there's 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 a little bit of the drag racing element to it, and then if you're one of the NASCAR guys fans, where you're like, you really you know, there's 500 laps, and you want to watch like the last 10. That's pretty much the same thing. Yes, is watching rallycross. It's like because the last 10 laps of NASCAR or five laps are the ones where everybody's really yes. aggressive and bumping and passing and yep. a little less like what's my st- strategy on fuel and.
1: They basically did with Rally Cross what they did. But it's the evolution is the same thing. You follow the same line of, of porn, <laughs> which is like porn used to be like – Hey, the pool man's here early. Yeah,
3: pizza delivery Ooh, boy. It's a hot
1: day. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind? I bet you'd like to come in and have a little sweet tea. Now we've just gone right to, hey, there's a cock going through a piece of plywood and someone's <laughs> sucking on <it>. like, <laughs> So We're smash cut. We're right there. Yeah. Right there. Because we're tired of fast forwarding through the part where the guy's unloading his truck. <laughs> yeah. we, didn't, we didn't need to see that. Yeah. So this is basically that for automotive enthusiasts. Like, it's just right there. Yeah. It's racing porn.
0: It's Pastrana is in the porn now. That's right. And, get, and they get all they basically get all the guys from X Games and, and put them in there, yeah. That's so sort of who
1: are uh, Travis's – boy, that guy just seems like um, – I mean, we've interviewed him a time or two, but he seems like, first off, a great demeanor. He seems like it's a great disposition, but another thing is like – Anything for a thrill, like anything that sounds like a challenge, right?
0: Uh, I mean, I don't – well, I should say I don't know how many rounds he's doing this year. He doesn't. He hasn't done the full championship in a long time. But um, yeah, no, Travis and I, we were teammates uh, for a few of the X Games and so I did get to know him a bit. But yeah, people think he's just sort of an adrenaline junkie and crazy. But like you said, he does have a, a disposition or he's pretty calculated and stuff. He does think about um, what's going on. But if there's a bet involved, it can be for – 50 cents, and it can be a death defying stunt that needs to take place to win that bet, and it doesn't matter.
1: That (laughs) That guy, in terms of being calculated, when he did a backflip on a motorcycle, building top to building top, I thought, uh, wow, because if you miss that, you don't get another chance, and you don't get a ride in an ambulance. You you just miss it, you die, you know, and that was it, just building to building. And look, he's a great rider, but Building, you know, ten-story building to ten-story building, roof to roof. Your clutch cable snaps on the, on the way up the ramp, you know, Duh. or or your brake
3: or gust of wind, anything. Uh,
1: yeah, or just something <laughs> blows up in your gearbox. Yeah. and something locks up right as you're hitting the launch or whatever it is. That yeah. that's not all going to be pilot error. It can be mechanical. Yeah. Shit can just happen.
3: Are you the same way? What do people do to convince you to do the crazy shit that you do, like, like the, the, the Hot Wheels loop or or something like well, that? Well, like, it is about – Do they about, lay down a bet and be like, ah, sucker did it? Or do they, do
0: they come out with you with a bunch of money first? Sometimes there's a bet involved, but it is – it's down to the team that's working on it. Like it, it is the mechanical things that you worry about. Like you figure you can figure out from a human perspective what to do. So like for that stunt, we went up in airplanes and we did flight training and learned to handle the Gs and, and convinced ourselves we weren't going to black out because it was 6.8 Gs that you pulled into that loop. Um, Will they have
1: to put you in a fighter jet to
0: well, you, get that or – You go into – I think it's called an extra. It's like an acrobatic – Mm-hmm, plane. Mm-hmm. And then they do this they do a high G spiral. So basically uh, it's spiraling to the ground so it can keep the speed up. Right. And then they can maintain the G's. Right. But it's um So you kinda get the human part of it down, but then yeah. you're just worried about the mechanical part.
3: Yeah, but like when it first starts, somebody sends you an email, right, your publicist or something goes,
0: Hey man, do you want to loop the loop a car? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> that's a <laughs> cell you, yeah, every <laughs> cell but about three of them in your body are saying Yeah hang up now
1: (laughs) (laughs) as i remember the suspension broke on one of the cars it did
0: greg tracy was the guy in the in the other car the green car
1: and when it was coming down i guess or i guess the suspension busted on the way down and then he had to finish doing the jump too at the end with busted suspension so there is mechanical failure
3: had to finish
0: well (laughs) i was behind him i was going to push him off if he didn't there was no choice right and there's, I mean, I saw the whole shock and spring just shoot out of the side of the car midair, and wow, uh, of, we have to find the video for that again. Sort of lifted out of it and barely made the jump behind him, but there, you know, there's just a lot going on. Well, it's not like that. It's hard because you can't just like Travis's backflip over the buildings. You can't just like start small. And, and then Work build your way into up. it. Yeah, you just yeah, do you it. Can't you can't go don't. halfway
3: around on yeah, something and, and say, yeah. all right, now I, let's go a little further and a little right. further. And the thing about a
1: loop is just the way um, you know gravity and inertia works. There's no such thing as a 10-foot loop or a 500-foot loop. There's just the loop that works. Right? Like, it's got to be one size. There's no junior loop to warm up on, right?
0: Right, and that's a completely different stunt, so you'd have to completely train for that one. But how
1: could you do a loop in a car on one that was eight feet off the ground? Like, you couldn't do it. You just couldn't do it. Yeah, right. So there is no safe loop. I mean, there's no low boy loop. Right. There's no junior loop, is what I'm saying. (laughs) You know, let let him practice It's really, how many stories did that thing go up?
0: That was six and a half stories high.
1: That is, uh, I got to tell you, man, stand under a seven story building and look up and freak out <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, as this.
3: a driver you you know so much about the cars and what the car should feel like but doing something like this you have no idea what that track should feel like you have no idea if the guys building the track know what they're doing like they could tell you that they do but well, the but engineers me,
0: are so young too i mean i don't mean to sound super old but right man, they look like they came <laughs> fresh out of high school and they're telling you yeah just go to 52 and a half miles an hour you'll be great like, I are you sure? Don't what happens you? if I do 53? What happens if I do 51? So, like, so then, and, and I don't know if i told you the story, but then we got a remote control car. I said, okay, 52 and a half. That, that could be right. A full size. Why don't we send a full size remote control car? So it's a, it's a, it was a Mitsubishi that we used that had the full rig in there, just like the cars that we had built for the, the actual mm-hmm. loop. He's got, like, world champion remote control car driver out there, and he was going to drive the thing through the loop, and everybody was going to take a big sigh of relief. It works, and then Greg was going to go first. <laughs> so uh, we get out there and – a uh, guy crashes the remote control car in the loop and it comes down in this fiery blaze, the worst crash ever. Like from oh like, upside down from six stories right to the ground, like never survived. Is that when you ask for more money? Like maybe a little – like I need a bonus. what, well, what did he uh, – what do they say to that? The reaction was – I mean it was like crickets. You just <laughs> <laughs> watch the thing crash down on the ground and everybody's just like – Just in fire. Mm, just sort of makes a weird uh, grimace and just walked away, you know. Well, did you try another remote car? Yeah. Well, I happened to have like a little. Are we
1: looking at the remote car? By the way, finish.
0: Yeah, that's it right there. Oh my gosh! And done. We're oh, standing on the oh, other there side, is just is watching a... this thing come down. Wow, <laughs> that didn't work. Wow. No. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was ugly, and so I happened to have this little. Was that a Tesla? No, it was a Mitsubishi. Oh, for um, a second, the little wheels that... looked like a little. Yeah. The... You know the yeah. fans on it. I was like, well, you know, it's electric. It's probably quiet. Could do the loop, see what happens, hear it. There was a we had a little one, like a one tenth scale one that would do sixty miles an hour, and it went through. And once we sort of saw that it stuck the, you know, stuck the loop at sixty. Yeah. Um, that kind of strangely boosted confidence, and then Rochambeau and Greg lost and went, went first. first. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so speaking of uh, stunt driving. What's, I know that's something you do, um, all the Fast and Furious movies and uh, Red Dawn and all that good stuff. Um, what's Have you been Have you been doing any of late? What's coming up? What's just come out? What's coming I, out or anything?
0: We've been pumping uh, the Top Gear shows this winter, so I haven't gotten a chance to do a movie in a while. I did one called um, Agent 47, which came out. Yeah. Um, another one called Hunter's Prayer, which I don't know when that's coming out. I don't know. Yeah, Agent and, 47 is, is a sequel, though. It's based off yeah, a video game. the Hitman yeah. series. It was very cool. That was shot in Berlin, like, under the uh, uh, old uh, Olympic Stadium, like, in a parking garage under the 1930s, uh, you know, Olympic Stadium there in Berlin, um, in this sweet Audi RS7 that had oh, era, yeah, the like a rally nice. handbrake, and so every slide around corners, all four tires would just light up in smoke. I mean, I think it was awesome. But What uh, an
1: opportunity. What a fun time.
0: Yeah, oh my gosh. It's and there's you know five guys on these blacked out ducatis with machine guns shooting at you through this garage and it's surreal. Movies are fun just because you get to crash stuff on purpose you, and you get to you know have guys with out real bullets machine guns chasing you around and you get the adrenaline rush of all that and it's super fun.
1: Uh yeah, so uh, that car's at the Peterson. You had the uh Newman Dock showing at the Peterson. Yes. You've been to the Peterson since they did the remodel, Not since Tanner? since the remodel. Oh, I went to that
0: nice. uh, thing and saw the Beach Boys play there when they were promoting the beginning, I guess, a groundbreaking yes. of the remodel. But yes. That's right. We were both there. Yeah. What do you, uh, Tanner,
3: what do you, yes? And uh, I think there's a uh, Japanese classic car show coming up in April at the Peterson. And no. I'm just thinking we'll since, just leave since the since car is there anyway, maybe yeah. we should let them push it out and and show it. <laughs> Makes
1: sense. Uh, Tanner. So, what are you into these days? I know you like, you love cars. Oh, he's you're, got a new car. You want to collect cars. <laughs> you, you're into some old stuff, some new stuff. I remember your dad had a nine twelve. Yeah, still, have still have has that. a nine oh, yeah. twelve. Uh, gone up. God, those things. Nine twelve is like uh, those things were like three thousand dollars or yeah. something, and now
0: they're expensive. Yeah. Um, it almost doesn't matter if you're gonna. Like, I'm never gonna sell that car. So, I, like, that it's, was the it's car. Academic. I grew up. You with. You just keep paying and more in, in insurance. Yeah, right. basically.
1: <laughs> but one day, your son, now you have a daughter, right? Yep. But one day you'll have a son. And <laughs> he will time the selling of that car <laughs> nicely with uh, the Thanksgiving when he tells you he's gay. Yeah. yeah. So it uh, has hey, got a couple his... pieces of information with you for your past <laughs> stuffing. A, I'm gay. Yeah. B, I sold the 912 that yeah. you said should never leave the family. Yeah. So anyway, enjoy your <laughs> oh. meal. Yeah. Enjoy your Great. turducken. Yeah. That'll B- be That'll Baskai. be wonderful. Hot Rod. Enjoy, it. <laughs> yeah. How about hey? Speaking of being thrown through a loop, how yeah. about this? Yeah. Here's <laughs> some news for you.
3: You want to feel some cheese? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You thought you were scared before. <laughs> huh? Should have sent Greg. So now. yeah, you're never gonna sell it. You're
1: never gonna sell it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no. somebody might. It's work, already right? sold. That's, that's the I'll, whole I'll thing.
0: Hide it. Uh, you probably got some space around here, right? Oh it's, yeah. Uh, stash, stash
1: it here, and and so now that thing's in Colorado, right? No, it's here. Oh, it's, oh, it's here. Yeah, oh, so I
0: kind of copied your garage ish and put it in the second yeah. floor i think you sent oh, me photos of yeah. that a
3: while ago you were finishing up your house i didn't see that yeah. and, but the house is it's like a newport area and they're yep. all kind of thin they're
0: yeah exactly
3: so you sort of just said mostly garage and elevator is all i need
0: yeah it's mostly about uh yeah you have to build up instead of out just because there yeah. isn't there any room there so the yeah the garage is two floors it has a lift that goes up 12 feet and so it basically puts it in the second Floor, but it's you know there's glass up there. It's not uh, open. Yeah. Does
1: um, really cool. Did anything else? Oh, you looking at anything? Is there something you you're, I, you're missing? You kind of like to get your hands on.
0: Always, I think. But there was a. I recently got a um, GT3, a Porsche GT3, a 2015, and and I had been looking at an R8. There's something still weird about them to me, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, the opportunity to have a manual V10. Yeah. Um, sounds cool. Yeah. Sounds cool. And, and with, then. With a gate. With a gate, right? Yeah. The click, click right. going and through those right. aluminum gates. Everything it's on that awesome. car sounds
3: great.
1: And that knurled handle and everything. It it's just fantastic. It launch backends. control, and it's, all wheel
3: drive. It's badass.
1: It is badass. It is, but I agree with Tanner in that it's got a little too much spaceship to it. There's or something there something. Like still. Like still. it's still. missing a little that kind of visceral, raw whatever that the 911 has. It's like a a little too refined, especially if you're a guy like Tanner, you want to drive one of these cars. You don't want to sort of put it it in automatic. The
3: new one's got a little bit kind of edgier style to it, but no longer with the manual. Right. You know, so if you want that, you got to get the older. Yeah. Which is
0: a tough swell, which I did with the Porsche, but there's, this was a, with top gear, I had a 2014 GT three for a couple days and completely, Completely fell in love with it. Like yeah. it's just an awesome car. It's not the RS. It's still livable. It's still something you don't mind driving even on a daily basis. But uh, you know that when it, as soon as the tax swings past six thousand RPM, it's almost like you have no option. You have to go to nine thousand RPM just because it just sounds. <laughs> you're, so in, am- you're already you've committed to you it. You are you're committed. You're, if you dare does. let it get to six, you better have room because you're having yeah. to nine thousand. Is it is it manual or are they not manual now? No, they're not manual. They just said that they're coming back with a manual in uh next year, or the year after that.
3: In the Just in the, for America in, basically. In the G T three. Yeah. Because the the new car that they just announced at one of the auto shows, is the nine eleven R, with manual. manual that's yeah. kinda
0: that's kinda awesome too. That's, it is cool. It's it's funny because I saw an interview with a German engineer who's from Porsche who's just kind of confused. He was just like, there's only reason why people want a manual car it must just be nostalgia. Because it's slower, it's heavier, it's you know, less efficient and, you know, everything. And he was right about all of that. But yeah. there is something nice about mowing through gears. There yeah. just is. Okay, you can't hold your coffee and drive, but that's a good thing that you can't hold your coffee and drive. I
3: don't think the Porsche engineers want you to drink anything while that's you're right. driving their car I'll anyway. Give
1: you a bona fide <laughs> <company>. Shout <out> a <laughs> Jägermeister before you get in the car. <laughs> the, well, what what they don't realize is we're, we have air-conditioned and padded and automated everything so much h- here – in this country that we need cage fighting and base jumping yeah. and, and get, a manual gear shift to try to get car. back some of this. <laughs> we're not able to experience anything anymore. Like we can't feel exactly. pleasure or pain. Like everything is all burnt out and everyone. And so yeah. it's like, we're looking, you know, that's, You think about all these like tough mudder competitions and stuff. Like, you got to pay. Like, try to explain to someone from Africa you get to run through mud, then you go over a cargo net, then you run another 10 kilometers. (laughs) How much do they pay you for that? No, 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 you pay. You pay. You pay. pay. Well, wait a minute. I don't get it. What's at the end? (laughs) No, nothing. You get a towel. (laughs) <laughs> Just how much should they pay you again it. to yeah, go into yeah. the mud what's in the mud they need to get something it's like a gourd in the mud that we need to. no there's <laughs> nothing you're not listening to me there's nothing no. in the mud no. you have an air-conditioned hut well we call it a home but yeah it's cold air that flows into it why are you leaving that to go in the mud because we need to experience life we've, we've burnt yeah. ourselves out on life like we yeah. want to clutch we don't care if we're two-tenths of a second slower 0-to-60. We want to get ourselves there. Yes.
0: No, I, I agree completely. This, this car, I will say there's something glorious about mowing through the gears on this GT3. And just hearing it pop gear-to-gear, gear, It's and, and it's the, it, I've had it – I've probably put only 1,000 miles on it so far, maybe 1,500 miles on it. But um, I've never had it in you know, an automatic mode. It's just too addicting just to, just yeah. to mow just to go through the gears uh, with the double clutch thing, but when a manual does come out, which they are, you know, I'll be looking forward to driving those too. Yeah,
1: uh, and you should also look forward to Five Four Club simple, affordable way to expand your wardrobe. Clothes shipped right to your door, just sixty bucks a month. Only ways to be a member. I talked to these guys; are in here last week. We had a nice uh, meeting, and they are some dedicated little. Little soldiers. Is that
3: where you got your new jeans from?
1: I got my my on-stage jeans. Yeah. I wore out my last pair. Yeah. (laughs) And now they they do. I realize my jeans do the same thing uh, like black labs do. When they get old, they start turning white. (laughs) (laughs) When your jeans start turning white, it's like the face of an old lab. like, you're a black lab. (sighs) What's all the white? Yeah. My jeans start turning white. The thighs start turning white. And then a pen busted in them. No more. No more. 5-4 Five Four Club. Now I got a new set of blue stage jeans. I'll be uh, bringing them uh, this weekend. That's right. Doing shows uh, this weekend. Denver tonight and uh, St. Louis. Oh, at the. Uh, uh, oh, where are we? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, Denver tonight, Paramount Theater. And then uh, tomorrow, St. Louis. And Tanner knows about the Paramount Theater. Anyway, mm-hmm. sign up. It's easy. You get uh, you get uh, personalized styling, free shipping, direct to your door. It's really one of those things where you go, wow, this is way more than I bargained for. 54club.com. Use the promo code Corolla. You get a pair of uh, Robert Geller sunglasses, $100 value for free. 54club, spell it out, 54club.com. Promo code Corolla. And... And, and then send me a tweet if you don't like it because I know you're not. I challenge
3: yeah. you. If you did race gear, Tanner would sign up in a hundred That's right. People. I'd be in. Uh, yeah. All right. right, let's up, uh, get new shoes, gloves, or something.
1: Weird question up here. Christopher, 32, Cincinnati.
2: Hey, fellas. Get it on. What's
1: going? what's going on, man?
2: Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Sorry?
1: Yeah, what's happening?
2: Yeah. Uh, well, I got uh, two small questions for you, if you don't mind. One sure. is, I drive in 07 Impala, and the little dash uh, readout tells me the gas cap is loose, and I'm wondering if I should replace it. Is it affecting my gas mileage? Mm -hmm. And then number two is, what is your opinion on daytime running lights? I'm a mailman, and so back in winter, uh, I would go to work in the dark, and I'd come home in the dark, and uh, more and more every year, I see more people driving without their lights on because they turn the car on, the headlights automatically come on, and then people just forget. Oh, shoot. People just forget. The valet guy shuts them off and
1: they forget. Yeah, I like like daytime running lights. Uh, It's pretty amazing because I've had this conversation – where it's like you're driving and there's a little mist, a little rain outside, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, it's 4.35 in the afternoon and there's just some clouds and stuff. And you look in your rear view mirror when you're driving along the freeway, the guys with the lights on pop. Absolutely. The guys without don't. And then sometimes I'll have this conversation with, one of my dickhead friends where I go, why don't you turn the lights on? It's getting pretty dark. And they go, yeah, we're good. And I go, turn the lights on. And I go, look, it doesn't get dark till late. And I go, yeah, but it's misting, it's cloudy.
3: Yeah, I think we're... Turn already the- already the effort, that conversation. How many calories you
1: want to burn? <laughs> yeah. Not taking your yeah. left hand and turning a switch, by the way. And yes, I'd like to be 61% less visible yeah. on my Camille. That's yeah. my that's how I, I roll. I, I think
3: a lot of the new cars now just have that auto mode, right? And I just click at the auto and I never touch it again. Right, but then the,
1: he He's saying the valet turns them off, off. and then you get in the car and forget to turn them
0: back. I'm I'm pretty sure it's because I've been taking a nap in my car. Like, (laughs) why would you turn it off? There's no reason to turn the automatic mode off unless you're just sitting in there listening to
1: tunes. It could be force of habit. It could be the car that came before you. The loser was driving an 07 Impala. Oh, sorry.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> Could have been 05. He doesn't want to be the, the LA guy that, that leaves everybody's lights on, kills yeah. the battery, right. and gets the, in trouble.
1: the, the, the 07 Impala have the automatic setting?
2: It does have the automatic settings. Damn and, it. Uh, you know, postal service policy is whenever you're driving the truck, you turn the lights on. So I've carried that over into my personal life. My headlights, my lights, tail lights, headlights, everything's on all the time, always. Right. Well, Which, you know that's... Other people aren't doing
1: I, that. I, I agree with you. It's better. Look, it's great for motorcycles. I think motorcycles now have it. Uh, it's great for cars. It's just, look, you're more visible, whether it's with 10%, 1%, 60%, more visible, right? Yeah. Good. It's yeah. a good thing. All right. And then the other thing was, was the, the gas, gas cap. cap. I, now, it's weird because they used to tell you, like, hey, yeah. if you don't get that gas cap locked on, then the car's not going to run right. But
3: it's, it's, I don't think it's a, it's a MPG issue, but it's definitely an emissions issue. And especially, I don't know if you even have emissions in Ohio, but out here, you can't pass emissions uh, with, with the gas cap not fully secured if there was a crack in it or anything. Because when you get your emissions tested out here, they obviously test, uh, the tailpipe and stuff, but then they, they, they put the gas cap on this little device and they test the gas cap for pressure. Really? So they'll unscrew it and they'll put it on. And if there's a crack or anything in there, you fail. So you got to, but you can buy, oftentimes they'll just sell you one. You can go to Pet Boys and buy a gas cap for $9. And at the emissions place, it's like $49. And right. It's like you can do it now while you're here, but they'll test the gas cap because it's part, it needs to be sealed because it's part of the emissions thing. But I don't think it affects miles per gallon.
1: Yeah. I'm with uh, okay. Matt on this one, Christopher. Hey, uh, All right. You ever been bit by a dog? I have. And Twice. Twice. <laughs> yeah. uh, different dogs, though, right?
2: Yeah, two different dogs,
1: two different parts of town. Mm-hmm. Were the uh, owners are uh, surprisingly unapologetic when their dogs bite people? I've, I've noticed. Like, there's a lot of, well, he must have been scared or you must have intimidated him. Or it's like, yeah. well, perhaps you shouldn't leave him on the lawn if he's prone to biting people. There's, it's a, uh, I, I want to hear your question, yeah. uh, your answer, but I want to say one thing. It's, it's like a weird thing. Like I used to install closets into people's houses, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I'd show up with the big Always Better Closet cube truck and I'd ring the doorbell and you'd ring the door and the dog would be going nuts, you know, like scratching at the thing. You know, eventually the woman would like crack the door open, but also trying to keep the dog pinched off with like, her leg. You hear? Yeah, I'm here to install the closet. Um All right. Um This is Duke. Duke's pretty good around people, but sometimes he's a little protective, but once he gets to know you, he he can, and I'm always like, gets to know me, <laughs> I'm, gonna be I'm not going to be the new stepdad here, I'm <laughs> putting a fucking closet in the guest bedroom, yeah. and then I'm leaving forever, yeah. so I have a plan, how about we take Duke and we just put him in the bedroom and shut the fucking door, and then... Four hours later, yeah. I'll be gone, and then Duke can do whatever Duke wants after that. Just put yeah. your hand down. Let him sniff it. He's got to know that you're not here. Since he's overly protective. He's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> he normally doesn't you know, it's like how <laughs> about you put your fucking dog away for the half a day I'm here yeah. and then,
0: normally and they put never, him in the closet So <laughs> why do I need to make friends with your fucking dog is you never I'm, know what the, like dogs are unpredictable sometimes yes. right like I love dogs but you never know if that dog's how, what it's life has been like it yes. beaten up I mean last yeah. person put the hand down to have a stick in its hand right. now the bike dog's All gonna freak out what yeah, is in tricky. it for
1: you to have me and Duke get chummy? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Because we're never going to see each other again. Yeah. We're never yeah. going to. Do.
3: I, for a second there, I, I forgot that Christopher was a mailman, and you're like, You've ever been bit by a yeah, dog? i was not, like, What a weird it? fucking question. <laughs> well, you must have been glad when he said twice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, God, you were right on.
1: Christopher? Yes, sir. Uh, so the two instances, how were the owners?
2: Um. Well, uh, one I never met the owner because it was just a dog. It was a stray dog that roams in the neighborhood kind of thing, mm-hmm. and uh, we. So that that sucks because you know you there was nobody responsible. But the other time it was an invisible fence, and uh, as soon as it happened, the uh, the housewife came running out the front door like I'm so sorry. Normally. I was feeling in for a guy. Is what happened, and so uh-huh. she's like, uh, "Normally, normally, he our mailman's not here at this time of day." I'm so sorry that happened. She was actually apologetic. So
1: that's sweet of her. Uh, and where? What? You, did you get some stitches?
2: Uh, no, no. It was just uh, little punctures, like a vampire bite, you know, just little... What's little the policy no
1: over deal. at the post office? A lot of, you know, rabies and tetanus shots and dog updated shot, and stuff? like
3: snap your phone, yeah. got to send it in. Is there a form? Is there a dog bite form? Yeah, what's protocol?
2: Yeah, yeah there actually is a form, and, uh, you know, <laughs> you're supposed to call it in and... Uh, let management know, let your union steward know that you got bit and this was the location and how do you want to proceed kind of thing. So, I mean, there's guys who've gotten chunks bit out of them, bleeding, and had to go to the hospital, whereas, you know, like myself, like I said, it's just little small, little tiny wounds that you put a band-aid on. What well, kind of hat do you wear? Act. Do you
1: wear the pith helmet? I would wear the pith helmet.
2: I wear that in the rain.
1: Yep. Sweet. It's a sweet look. You know what's nice. great about the pit helmet? There is no front. There is no back. It's yeah. just like a hubcap on your head. You just spin it around. There's no right, no wrong. Yeah,
2: it's, got this, well, it's got the sweatband, so it doesn't matter how you turn it. Yep. So,
3: all right. I had a I had a, a, a PE coach back in the day, and he had that, but with a little fan in the front. Ooh. He, in the little, on his forehead. <laughs> this little fan would go on.
1: Well, it is Arizona, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, also... I tried this once many moons ago. It, never, like, I don't it, know it, it never worked. <laughs> cars. We're talking about it's cars. cars. Um, but, I tried putting a note on my on my mailbox. It just said "No junk mail." Like I was tired. of All yes. the flyers for yeah. m- m- Macy's and stuff. Like, no, I'm not going to buy myself a tennis bracelet for forty percent <laughs> off. Like, I, I'm just a dude living alone yeah. in the Hollywood Hills. I yeah. don't want any of this stuff. And it's like, postman was like, "Fuck you."
3: getting I, it. I never get junk mail. I never get junk mail because I use Well, they realize you're an empty bag. I, I <laughs> like, use Macy's like let's paper. not waste 9 cents on a catalog but <laughs> this is a loser. I use a mailbox uh, at you know like at a, at a store and I've used it for like 15 or 20 years and wherever I've lived, I never checked the mail. Uh-huh. I, I, I never check them out. It'll be there for three years, and you I'll never check won them the out. You the publisher's clearinghouse <laughs> yeah, it's, it's,
1: like two years ago and not know it. <laughs> it's, and it's McMahon's Fox just Fox. standing by your PO box, <laughs> waiting
0: for my call. Is that you have a PO box or it's a mailbox at a store, at, at, at a, at like a UPS store?
3: Oh. And I've had it for so long that it's that address is on my driver's license now.
1: By the way, I think that gets you on the
3: terrorist watch Absolutely. list. Absolutely, yeah. I was going to say, you, what are you running yeah. for? You get
1: to an airport,
3: <laughs> um, but it's, it's not an actual PO box. It doesn't say PO box, which you can't use for a lot of things. Sure, and it's just an actual address. Christopher,
1: <laughs> I'm going to give you my <laughs> I'm going to give you my greatest fu to the city power move I did with the with the mailbox. Okay, this um, is uh, it, it. Is a great. Uh, Mexican standoff I had with the city of Los Angeles, but it's a great move because it's like I feel like in a weird way it's a sort of like I was Charles Manson with this with this with this mail which is I don't care I don't care what you do to me you can't hurt me I, I'm like a, a crazy Shiite Muslim with an explosive vest like I'm just going Wait, to is this because
3: <laughs> of the junk mail?
1: Uh no, okay. this is mail mail. All right, um, my house. That uh, was up uh, in uh, Hollywood Hills. I had a gate, and on uh, an, sort of a busy street in front of it, where a lot of people would sort of drive by, and there was a stop sign there. And I said, uh, "Hey, male people, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You listen, Christopher. Shit is here. Yeah, I said, look, I'm going to put a <laughs> slot in my gate." and then you guys push the mail through the slot in the gate, and then I'll put a basket on the other side of yeah, it. Yeah, sure. And they said, uh, yeah. no, no, no. You put a mailbox on the street. We'll put the stuff into the mailbox, which just faces right on the edge of the semi-busy street. And I said, so people could just pull up, roll their window down, pop it open, and just grab whatever mail's in there. Now push it through the... I'll put a slot in the gate. Yeah. And they said, no, nah, we don't do that. We don't, we don't get out of our Cushmans, our right hand drive <laughs> Cushmans and with our pit helmets. We don't get out. We don't, we don't roll that way. <laughs> the gate, by the way, is six feet away from where they want me to put the mailbox, yeah. but they didn't want to have to get out of the car sure. and push it through the thing. I said, you know, I think I pay enough in taxes. I think you should get out of the car and push it through the, push it through the slot, I'm gonna yeah. put in my big gate. And they said, uh we don't do that. And I said, well, I'll tell you what then. Just keep the mail. <laughs>
0: I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> don't bring it's, it's it all, to
3: my house. Well so, here, yeah. here here's the deal. <laughs> There's nothing good in there anyway. Yeah.
1: I have a money I have a money manager. Every <laughs> single significant bill, every single credit card, everything, Time Warner, cable, yeah. what you name it, electric, everything goes to this guy Tony. And all I get subsequently is the occasional wedding invite, which is now like an evite.
3: Yeah, which or, can be emailed to you.
1: And, and or all the penny savers and all the Mervyns and Buffums and Macy's catalogs that yeah. I don't want. How do you yeah. get your JEGS catalog? So I, that comes to the shop. <laughs> it comes to the shop. So <laughs> I said, I'll tell you what, I think I'm covered. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. So you can then have a huge mountain of mail, of junk mail, (laughs) at the post office or not. I I don't give a shit, but I'm not putting a mail thing there, and uh, uh, that'll be my choice. And you just keep the mail. So we'll just agree to disagree, and you keep the mail. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we'll put it through the slot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because they probably can't throw it away. Like, that's probably a bigger issue for them, right? Like, for them to
3: not deliver the mail is probably a bigger issue.
1: I don't know what their recourse is. Like, get Janet Reno and the feds to show up and make me install the mailbox in the front of my house. Like I said, I'm not doing it.
3: I never really thought about it, but maybe the mailmen are are paid per house. Mm. And if they don't deliver,
1: Mm. no lunch money. Uh, L-A-U-S-D. Christopher?
2: Actually, uh, for city guys... Uh, We get a wage, but uh, your rural guys, they are paid by the delivery, Mm -hmm. by the number of deliveries that they make. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, rural guys would have a more advantage of getting you to keep a mailbox. So they're the only ones
0: making money on those Marvins. The Mervins. Right. Yeah. The Mervins. Uh, How do you do...
2: <laughs> what Barvins.
0: happens... Marvin the Martian? I obviously don't look at those.
1: <laughs> what happens when you run into one of these uh, my-shit-doesn't-stink-UPS guys or FedEx yeah. guys? Do you throw
3: down? Whose shorts look, are better? Down, brown versus they gray? They down your nose.
1: Like, like They go like, oh, yeah, delivering mail. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my yeah.
3: wife used to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I got, Check out
1: my socks. <laughs> I got brown um, socks.
3: Yeah. Or, on, on a How bad day. do wearing
1: sweatpants. How are you
3: doing? One of the fellow workers like, I'm going private sector, yeah. going right to FedEx. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cute, delivering the mail and everything. Yeah. I remember I did that for a while out of high school, That's but right. then I up. Yeah. That's right. It's kind of like being like a public defender, but then yeah. when you join the law you run firm, into Mark it's like... Argos. It's, oh, like hey, then, it's
1: commendable what you're doing. Yeah, I work at FedEx for now. the poor people. <laughs> do they do that? Is there a pecking order?
2: Um, not, not in my experience, but you know, maybe no other parts of the country. You know, I've, uh, had some, you know, I actually know the uh, UPS guys and the FedEx guys that, you know, they also, like Mailman, have routes that they run. And so, you know, you see the same guys every single day dropping off uh, parcels to no people. And so I've gotten to know. No rival. No rivalry. Guys. I mean, you know, like
1: Army-Navy plays each other well, every year you know, in a like big game. Cincinnati Mailman kind of like Mafia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't have any of that? Yeah. No. No. I bet they hate you. I, I bet it's they it's talk friendly, shit about you.
2: Friendly rivalry. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: you're, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all smiles when you meet them out on your route, but as soon as they get back in that truck with the sunroof built yeah. into it now, uh-huh. they're laughing their ass off. That's <laughs> yeah, a cute little, what do you call it? A piss helmet? What do you call that again? Yeah. It's cute. You know, I got a dog. It's got a bowl that looks like that hat you wear. That's nice.
0: You never hear about FedEx guys getting bit by dogs
1: either. No. Well, they're, they're fleet of foot. They're cunning. Yeah. They shoulder roll in like a ninja. Yeah, I see your heavier set guys. You don't move as well laterally. Of course you get bit by a dog. I'm not saying the dog's right.
0: There's, there's a Ben Stiller movie call, about that somewhere.
2: It, there is. Somewhere, right? Yeah. do I call that a pot helmet? <laughs>
1: That's sweet. <laughs> this looks like a soup bowl.
3: That's sweet of you. That's cute.
1: That's, That's, cute. That's nice. Is it backwards? Yeah.
3: Are you allowed to modify the, the the mail delivery Jeep thing? Can you? Can we modify it? Like a little nitrous or something? like? Yeah.
1: That's a Queen oh Latifah right. movie. That's a Queen Latifah movie. With Jimmy Fallon.
3: I need this mail now, <laughs> right now. Uh, Hit the button, the blower comes well, out. Chris, the Christopher, comes they
1: gotta have. Yeah. I will see the UPS guys. Like the guys that are in like the CrossFit stuff. They'll have their sleeves rolled up. They'll be wearing like oh, sweatbands yeah. and stuff. They got their socks just the right yeah. height. Are you guys allowed to accessorize? You know what I mean? Sweatbands, some flare. cool socks, some Jordan high tops. Like, wh- what's the protocol there?
2: Uh, you yeah, know, there's there's restrictions, but uh, actually, we have a lot more freedom because, like you say, the uh, the UPS guys they have to wear mm-hmm. UPS brown head to toe. Yeah, you know, even their socks and everything have to be UPS mm-hmm. brown. So, uh, us mailmen, we actually do have a little more freedom when it comes to footwear and whatnot. So, do they have yeah, like? I mean, uh,
1: all right, but, like, in the footwear, like, no uh, Lucite stripper pumps, right? No, that wouldn't obviously. be practical.
2: Um, no, we're not practical. To
1: have, like, a casual Friday where you can wear your making bacon t shirt versus the button up <laughs> standard issue <laughs> short sleeve job, you know, just to, you know, mix it up yeah, a little bit. Absolutely. You know what I
0: mean? Spice.
3: Yeah.
1: I'd, I'd laugh if my mailman was coming up the walkway. I would start, start checking my t-shirt. mail if I knew it
3: was not going to be that entertaining. <laughs>
1: All right, Christopher, I think uh, that's about all we can ring out of you. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, that's fair.
1: I
3: hope somebody from UPS calls next week.
2: You know, I, the- <laughs> I
1: know there's got less. Cops, you know, the Marines and the, and the Navy hate each other. The cops and the sheriffs have, like, their boxing tournaments every mm-hmm. year and stuff. They, they,
0: that's right? the way like it firemen works. firemen
1: versus Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's you know, no cops. way those they UPS guys are bar. talking shit about the mailman.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, and, and now UPS has got to replace all those cars. Right, so they're all going to the junker, like millions of them. Are they? Yeah. So I mean, the cycle Why? is just up. Oh, it is. Yep. So they're they're looking for replacements. That was one of the Top Gear shows we did for this. Oh, for the big season. cube for the big cube van. Yes. Oh. What? So they're trying to come up with the replacement of what it would be, and so we. You know, on the show anyway, we came up with what we thought they would yeah. like. Like, who's bidding on that contract? Mercedes you know, and Ford. Ford Transit
3: or. Ford or, Mercedes. Or is there right? some, like, the would just good. panel truck company I, and all been, they make is that? They're like, we're go all electric. I've been
1: seeing uh, commercials it's kind of i kind of like it actually i've been seeing like mercedes commercials for their little panel van like oh, I hey saw that, you know yeah. plumber electrician you need this van and i'm like i'm kind of like yeah good it's i'm tired of all just models going down pch like if people need you know when you man when you're in the trades like you that vehicle is a big part of your business. I mean it, you know, if if you can yeah. hold a couple ladders, you can get you can throw yeah. a few pieces of drywall up top if you can pull out some bins and have the right fittings and things like that versus a constant totally. I mean it is a big deal.
0: It's kind of changed a little from the pickup truck. So like in Europe you always saw vans instead of pickup trucks because they wanted to lock them. Right. And you kind of see those small transit vans and and panel vans kind of working out now in yeah, the
3: Yeah, we we drove one in in Europe, the VW like van kind of thing. Oh my thing. God. I, I, we front were front wheel drive. And, and even then, I think it was just one wheel. We were trying to do the <laughs> math. It had like one and a half liters of engine. Yeah. We got the V-Dub like
1: 1.6, maybe 1.8. I can't remember. Either way, we got the, t- like, I think it was tur- turbo diesel, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. We got uh, six big
3: dudes. Yeah. And gear. And, and
1: gear. Like, we were filming, and everyone had luggage, and the whole nine yards, and we yeah. went out, and did some shows, and went to Goodwood and, and filmed.
3: Oh, cool. What the hell
1: were we filming?
3: Uh, uh, we filmed- It was awesome, the Newman it, was <laughs> it was awesome. No, I mean, no, no, no. No, no we filmed the Daytonas and uh, and stuff at- Oh, right, right, right. So, for the for the 24-hour war.
1: Oh, right, right. Yeah. Oh, we're, yeah, we're filming, uh, yeah, the not Ferrari Daytona, but Fort yeah, Shelby, sorry, yeah, the, Shelby the, the, the yeah, Daytona. Yeah, we're kids. working on the next dock. The point is, is we left the airport in this van with six dudes, full luggage. We picked up maybe a seventh dude at a certain point, threw a bunch of gear in there, and we're going back and forth on these, like, country roads. Everyone yeah. was putting their foot into it. And uh, when we... And, and we're, go- we're out for like five days. We went to Goodwood, yeah. uh, which is in Chichester, like out in the countryside. And we're p- do p- p- shows at an and, Airbnb. And- we went into the- London and everything. We returned this thing, and we'd used up a quarter tank. Yeah, I don't even
3: <laughs> think we topped it off. I think we just left it. It's crazy. Yeah. I it was, mean, black? It was
1: like six. Yeah, it was like six, seven people moving around full of gear, big dudes. And we used up uh, two and a half gallons of fuel. God, like during it, the whole thing. It, it's, it's it was
3: black. It got a little bit scratched. So we just hit it with a Sharpie and returned it in the rain and nobody saw it.
0: Nice. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, We went out there with some toothpaste. Yeah, we, we tried, tried to, to buff it
3: out a little bit. Driving on some the some wrong
0: side. a little bit of Arizona pinstripes going well, by. Well, no, what no. What
3: happened was is we, we were – he was doing a show and the hotel didn't have parking. And there was so, like a train station you had to park yeah. in. But you're not really supposed to park mm. these vans in there. We did. A little bit snug. A little snug.
1: All (laughs) All right, Tanner Tanner Faust. Tune in next week for another episode of Going Racing. New episodes every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One.